Good afternoon. Hello. Warm welcome. Day 7 to 12 days of Christmas in return of Christ. Exciting. This is really exciting. So on day 7, it actually is the tribe of Naphtali. I'm probably saying it wrong. Naphtali. And with that is the sign of Capricorn, the seagoat. And we have another water creature on land, but in the water. And there's stars within the um, within Capricorn that actually mean Father of Lights. And so in this, he would have me touch on entering into the excellency of his ministry. As he has shown me the light way, the runways of light, I recognize them as pathways. And in this is from faith to glory, the pathway of glory, and the adult stage. Uh, here we go, growing up, pressing on to maturity. And so in that, in the excellency of his ministry, I did want to, I need to. <laughs> he, had, he had shown me the journey in itself because of, where I was at at the time in going through this sign. He had shown me the journey in itself like an amusement park. And much like an amusement park, there's a kiddie land. Then you have intermediate rides. Then you have the more advanced rides before you, the gate to go on the other side. What he showed me was a gate to the other side. Um, the last two rides being more advanced, he had shown me I was on this roller coaster and with children being tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. And the roller coaster in itself had come down into a dark tunnel. And there was a door. But because it was dark, those that I was riding with, they insisted that because of the darkness, this was not of God. And here we go again as far as needing to use our spirit senses because from the beginning uh, with the sign of Virgo, we have the star man of fire. He is the door, the door to God, the door into new life on higher ground and to connect with God. And so here I was at the end of this tunnel with others that had been on the roller coaster, major ups and downs being blown, tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Personally, I don't care for roller coasters, and I really didn't care for every wind of doctrine. But again, always was something to compare to, to compare by, you know, in using our spirit's senses and discerning those things. But because of being at the end of the tunnel in the darkness, the others, they were afraid to go through that door because it was in the dark at the end of that tunnel they actually started walking back up the tracks. They started going backwards. And they would not go forward. Now for me, I went through the door. I, as a fish out of water, I could feel, I could smell, I could taste the overspray that was coming from the, from the other side. No doubt, I knew this was of God. And of course, star man of fire, Christ Jesus, he is the door. And here we go as far as when we come to areas like this to not, here we go, with the need to seek 
the Father's counsel, Father of lights, to seek his counsel because of the darkness of our own ignorance, what we may not be aware of. And as I explained, even in ascending up to heaven, the first time I could see, it was to see those levels, the levels, the floors up to heaven, those levels of spiritual growth and development. And in the higher levels, I saw that they there was a lot of darkness in those areas. I had yet to come to experience it, to know it in the light. And so we need to... Um, here we go with choices. Of course, everybody has a choice. And, and I was the only one that went through the door in this particular ride. And so it is with the choice to consider. Is it out of the ignorance, out of the darkness of our own ignorance? Or is it truly a deception? Uh, as I said, as a fish out of water, I could feel it. I could sense it. I could taste it the overspray coming and it was salt water this was this was awesome i knew that i was being led through this but again it takes the use of spirit senses and this really can't be emphasized enough because in going through that door it is dark at first because it's in learning and knowing and to occupy it in light and it is with the use of the spirit senses and with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, it cannot be done any other way. And in my case, when I passed through the door, went in that door, it was like a hall of fame, like a museum. And of course, the book of Hebrews is often referred to as the hall of faith. But in this were pictures of different doctors that I would be meeting. And there was light over their picture and it was dim as far as the walkway through there. And naturally, physically, I had ended up had having overused my good arm. Um, I was going through a process of elimination and the pictures that were up on the wall were doctors that I connected with, spiritually connected with. These were good people. And so it was confirming to me. Another way, also uh, comparing notes, and it would be a disservice on my part if I didn't, considering what he brought me to experience and would have me share now. Um, one thing I found, There were a couple of things. Sorry, I did it again. <laughs> the human side. <laughs> we have that human side. Um, one thing I found in going through that, you know, when we come up to an area, it's like being in this room with no no door, no windows, and then the bottom falls out. And here we go with the adult stage because it's in a period of refinement. And you reach up because there's a new floor being done. It's being purified. I mentioned seeing the cross go through changes from day one, going through changes, as in the change of properties of metal in the process of alchemy. And so in this, I, I refer to this, the next three signs uh, in the adulthood, I refer to this as the silver age of innocence, because in this we really do need to return to our innocence and to remember where we came from, to see how far we have come, 
to grow and press on to maturity. But in that is also to come full circle with where we came from. And so it is to realize it's not to go through the same old cycle and the same old headaches all over again. Instead, it's to expand, but with the need of being personally refined. Like gold in a liquid state, you know, it is the impurities come to the surface. It's it's in a liquid state. So in that, it's not to panic if you feel that way or when you do come to feel that way and feel thumped. Um, It is to know that it's a refining process to refine what has already been learned up to up to that moment. Um, with that said, he did want me to touch on uh, Isaiah 30. And again, there's been some that have been reaching out to me, going over these replays, taking notes. There will be references put down in a book. It will all be put together for study purposes and to share it with others. Not to say not to go back and replay, by all means, but I will be making scripture references as well as other study references on all this information. It is to touch on the basics right now to get this out. He would have the 12 days of Christmas go out. So by all means, share it with others. Help spread the good news. But on that, in Isaiah 30, here we go as far as being real with the past, so as not to repeat bad history, personally and in the bigger picture. You know, um, especially when we feel our the bottom fell out for us, you know, in our personal lives, it's to know we're being refined and let those impurities come up. Um, but in Isaiah 30, you know, in the Old Testament days, it's to keep the Old Testament in context because those of faith written about in Scripture These are the ones that did have faith. But at the same time, there were a lot of them in those days that begrudged what God said, begrudged going through the wilderness, begrudged going things they were told to do. And in that, it does say uh, in the first scripture, woe to the rebellious. You know, they're begrudging, they're working against. Woe to the rebellious that seek counsel but not of his, not of the Father of lights. And who take on a covering, but not by his Spirit, so they may add sin to sin, add darkness to darkness. The flip side of that, we need to look at the flip side, because not everybody was rebellious. It does say, to put it in the flip side, on the bright side, blessings to those who do listen, who seek his counsel, the Father's counsel, and only his and who take on his covering only by his spirit so they may add light to light blessings to blessings in a never-ending journey of love and so here we go in the beginning of in to enter into the excellency of his ministry at the same time continue in chapter 30 um, god did tell the father did tell isaiah to write it down on a table on on a piece of paper for it to be read later in years so we can read it now here we go not making that same mistake and he said write it down that these are rebellious and lying children something to take note of and there are people that 
I know some young people, they're rebellious just for the sake of being rebellious. They don't even know why they're being rebellious. To them, it's cool. Everybody else is doing it. That's not a good reason. And so here he was saying, write it down. Here is a rebellious and lying children that say to the seers, don't see, that say to the prophets, don't prophesy, uh, don't prophesy prophecy, speak to us smooth and deceitful things or get out of the way. You know, and in that, as you continue to read to Isaiah, it is, he does say to the rebellious and lying, you know, I've told you already in quietness, in quietness in your spirit, in confidence in me is your strength. And he warned them, but you would not. And then their calamity would come suddenly. So it is to take those lessons. And even in our lives, you know, when we realize we did something that we didn't realize, but we come to realize in growing, our perspective grows as we mature, it should. And when we come to realize we did something maybe out of habit that was just wasn't right it didn't line up it hurt somebody else you know and it is to make it right but he's talking about those who deliberately do it but at the same time there are things we do by mistake you know without knowing because of the darkness of our ignorance so when I was at this spot he had shown me the journey in terms of in light of an amusement park and when it came to to the one he clearly and quite audibly said, this man is an important part of your life. We were on a ride. I don't know what the name, what you would call it, but it was like this giant barrel. is the, the ride that you stand up against, and the ride, the barrel, it starts going round, and then it starts lifting up, but then the bottom falls out. You know, and one thing I learned about that ride is that it only takes one second one thought to spin out of control. And so in taking those lessons up, in going into adulthood, it was to remember this, that one second, one thought, you can spin out of control. And to have every lesson learned and being refined to not bend those rules. He also, uh, just to touch on it real quick, he did want me to say, because in this, he did say his people perish for lack of knowledge. And in this, it's experiential knowledge. Because of the rebellious and lying children, they didn't do what he had told them to do. Here we go with the moral principles of love, the Ten Commandments, in the way of healing and health. And because they didn't do it, they didn't have that experiential knowledge. At the same time, spiritually to receive knowledge from the father divine revelation that's referred to as mystical but it's still knowledge the the spiritual knowledge and at as i said during the time of jesus his time of ministry the mystical things were frowned down upon very heavily and here jesus showed up and of course he was uh, had experience spiritually, mystical, um, as well as the experiential knowledge in growing through these phases. And so it is to have that experiential knowledge in the very moral principles of love. And those who haven't done it growing up, they're lacking that knowledge. And he does say, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And even today, 
those as shared last week in day six you know those in anguish and sorrow screaming and crying in anguish and sorrow much like the serpent it's those who aren't listening those who don't listen and again those who may have not applied the moral principles of love and not in the ways of healing and health and for me physically I had overused my faith muscles my arm and had to go through a series of trigger point injections and what happened in overusing those muscles it created a callousness in the muscles which affected the nerves and the nerves are much like hope again I will make references uh, scriptural references for all these things but in this is a warning you know we get too calloused and we go by the popular beliefs of the majority rule even in the church you know we need to use that discernment because in overusing our faith muscles in ways we're taught and others have said are in a good way we may have not listened to his spoken word and again I shared as far as his spoken word um, clearly and audibly this man is an important part of your life being on that ride at that barrel ride if it wasn't for his spoken word I would have gotten off and called it a day thrown in the towel I wouldn't have messed with it and that ride went on for five years to then progress into the the roller coaster so here we go being tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine but the way our paths are designed as I was told um, by Jesus when in heaven the things ahead in my life would not go in the way I or others thought it should but it would go in the way it needed and in that is to learn uh, even by the mistakes I'm checking with them on something there's something he recently told me you know how often you know we make mistakes and we consider it failing but he let me know there is no failing in his eyes we make make mistakes but again he's setting before us life and death with the encouragement to choose life and so in choosing death and to not even listen there are consequences in that but he doesn't he doesn't call them failings which I found very interesting at the same time you know in reference to what Jesus said uh, concerning the moral principles of love and the Ten Commandments he did say that anyone who teaches anyone who breaks the least of the commandments he was referring to the Ten Commandments this is in Matthew 5 and he said anyone who does break the least of these commandments and then teach others to do so is considered the least in the kingdom of heaven so we need to be careful not to do that it is to fulfill those commandments and again experiential knowledge in keeping those commandments in keeping God first love first and all things to acknowledge him in all our ways he will direct our paths and will show us in where there is room for improvement and again progressing into the next level of growth spiritual growth and development it is to um, it comes with being love-centered not self-centered and in growing up how often you know we're all self-centered to one degree or another until we actually grow up and become love-centered 
And for those who have yet to reach the point, you'll understand when you get there, it is to um, advise you and give that advice now based on experiential knowledge. And of course, I made mistakes. And in that, where I was at when I first entered into that stage, you know, Capricorn, need to explain more in Capricorn because this applies where we're at today in this world and to keep those moral principles loved, but those without that experiential knowledge. You know, here we go with, on the pathway of faith, it is to be rooted and grounded in love. And it is with the moral principles of love. And again, Jesus said his family are those who do the Father's will. So in Capricorn, here we have the Father of Lights. And in the sea goat being part water, part land, we have a dual nature again. And in back in the days of the wilderness, it used to be that the priest would take after their sacrifices, and of course Jesus paid the full price, that's paid. But it was in those days that the priest, and in this case Aaron, it's in Leviticus 16, for those who want to look it up, but Aaron would uh, transfer energy, as you, as you might want to say. He was praying and released the sins of the people. Here we go, the darkness of the people, the transgressions, and put them on the head of that goat. And then that goat was released out into the wilderness. It was set loose. And so in that, it was called scapegoat. So that's where the term comes from scapegoat that was in the wilderness and they did this once a year and again Leviticus 16 if you want to read this so in this we've got Capricorn is not only the sea goat it is our scapegoat so the father of lights he provides us that scapegoat and it is by the blood of Christ and to release that to let it go into the wilderness as we press on to maturity, you know, he does let us know in choosing life to go through the narrow gate, straight and narrow. And with that is um, pressure. You have the pressure, <clears throat> excuse me, from the outside pressure. You're feeling it on the inside. <clears throat> excuse me. And the, the floor came out. You know, you're feeling all this. And it's to remember the scapegoat. You know, and like I said, I, I did make a mistake. I did the very thing I thought I would never do. He brought it to my attention at this point in my life. And I was so, I was so beyond disappointed. Um, I really didn't want him to waste any more time on me if I couldn't get it right. That's where my thoughts were at the time. You know, and as we press on to maturity, like I said, our perspective changes. And as we grow up, uh, even Paul makes reference in the New Testament concerning, you know, when we're a child, we think like a child, we talk like a child, we do things as a child. But when we grow up, we put away those childish things. And for anyone that has a problem with adulting, <laughs> it doesn't mean we can't be playful. We're still playful. We have a, we have a more improved perspective on how to be playful. That expands as well. So as we're coming, we're brought back to full circle, but it is 
not to go through the same old cycle, the same old headaches again. Rather, it's to expand. Love expands. It is to prosper and multiply, to expand in love and to grow, and which is just fascinating. But personally, what we may go through uh, may not always be pleasant. Pressing on a maturity, we have growing pains. And in that is the realization of a mistake we made. Again, not feelings, but perhaps a poor choice. And the consequences, the reasons why. Why would we have made the choice that we did? And to take full opportunity of that scapegoat. And the most difficult thing any of us may encounter, I know it was for me, was the need to forgive ourselves. And the Father of Light certainly certainly has, and he sent Jesus. And here we go with Isaiah 61. You know, um, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because, and here we go even with Christ Jesus, because he sent me to preach good tidings to the meek. He didn't say to the violent. He said to the meek, to the mild and gentle. And he came to bind up the brokenhearted and to give beauty for ashes, the garments of praise for the spirits of heaviness and for the planting of the Lord, the planting of the Father of lights, trees of righteousness. And we're not planted in one day and are full-grown tree overnight. You know, we need to keep things, again, common sense, common consideration, but to keep these one day, one step at a time and to be established in him and knowing where that fits. In Capricorn, this is exciting, the three star witnesses are um, Aquila, the eagle, the arrow, and the dolphin. Um, And of course, when we realize we made a mistake, it feels like an arrow just went right through our heart. And of course, with the need to fix it so we can go on, the Father would have us go on. But again, with the need to forgive ourselves and to know how to fix that and make room for improvement to occupy that level in light. And not to say that it's easy. It can be very challenging. But again, experiential knowledge, what we've learned up to that time. And so in that, the dolphin. It's interesting to note in dolphin, there are stars that mean pearls and precious stones. I have shared it here in the group uh, before, you know, in seeing we are precious stones in the hand of the Father, precious stones, pearls, and in Christ Jesus, the pearl of great price, to go into the sweet depths of love, I call it the sweet depths of love, and to go into those depths of love, you know, in still waters are many pearls of great price. There is the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding. So here we go. And in in the dolphin, precious stones. And we consider when Christ laid his life down, the resurrection and starting that new growth. Here we go, the planting of trees of righteousness, the new growth of the early church, the early assembly. How different that must have been for them in new life considering those who weren't even open to hear it yet. Like Nicodemus, he didn't even understand 
or religious leader didn't understand the whole thing about being born again and entering that new life and the door to God. So, oh, and real quick, he would have me say, when Jesus gave up the spirit, gave up the ghost, and said it's finished, that veil in the tabernacle that would separate God from mankind, there was the veil when he gave up his spirit, that veil inside that tabernacle uh, ripped in two. So that separation was no longer there, and there was no longer the purgatory. It was to trust the Father for what he was doing through the life of Jesus. Truly remarkable. One thing, though, as far as the dolphin, precious stones, you know, he would share these things with us and enjoy that new life. And again, how different it must have been for the early church and the early believers going into that new life. And then you have those um, family tree from the same root, from the same family tree, but not understanding that new growth that was going on. And especially when the spiritual, the mystical things were shunned. Uh, what a challenge it must have been to get through these stages. And so it is to touch on the dolphin real quick because here we go with the adult. It doesn't mean we can't play anymore. Of course we're going to play. Work hard, play hard. You know, but we learn, we come to enjoy uh, playing in a different degree and more so than when we were a child. And a dolphin is playful. The nature of a dolphin is playful. But they are also know, known to have sonar telepathy, meaning um, it's been recorded, reported, uh, people swimming with the wild dolphins. Sorry, I lost my screen again. Um, swimming with the wild dolphins, but they're known to have sonar telepathy, and when they thump a person, what they're doing is they're zoning in, they're sensitive to a negative energy field around a person, and they will get to that trigger, the trigger point, and thump that person so they can receive healing and health. And so it is in this stage of growth to have those thumps. One example, um, one example to give, you know, I went years and avoided any powwows or Indian gatherings. I didn't want to hear that drum because I was hearing the haunting cries for freedom. And it just, it just haunted me literally in my spirit because I was crying for freedom. I didn't want to hear that. I had to keep going, keep going. And so a time had come where I was led actually to go to the Indian market in Denver. And my thought at the time was to check out the booths check out what they had. However, I didn't realize that there were uh, different bands playing. And so when I went in, my ear immediately caught, caught sound of the one band that was on stage, and it was a celebration of life. And in that was the sound of the drum that I was trying to avoid. And so I went in and watched, and it was with the band Brulee. Um, this is uh, their one song that I used on the Medicine Star Will video. And so in that, they were playing songs that were a mixture of, with the Indian, with the white, um, how can I say, the red and the white 
roads and a blend of Christmas songs in in that way. And I went up to go get the CD and was given opportunity, um, I had paid for it, given opportunity to have the band autograph it. And I didn't realize Paul, the head of the band, and the others were right there at the booth. And I don't think much of autographs. To me, that's such a little thing. And I said, no, thank you. I turned around and I got this thump in my head, like an angel had just thumped me in my head. And then I heard, you know, don't disregard the importance of little things. And of course, I thought it was a little thing and no importance. And when that thump happened, I immediately turned around, handed her the CD, and I said, yes, please. I didn't know. And the thing is, when they autographed it, Paul gave me the CD back, and the drummer was Moses Brings Plenty, and he handed it to me. He says, hand it to Moses. Hand it to Mo. He's standing right behind you. And I turned around, and here he was. Moses was standing there, and he was like seen an Indian right out of the movies, but this was in real life, and he took the CD out of my hand, and then he grabbed my hand with his other hand and just looked me in the eye, and it was, there was such a connection, and for me, he was the drummer, and I would have missed this had I not been thumped, and we had this connection, and I thanked him. Um, I missed him. I missed all of them, and I let him know that. But he was trying to, how can I explain, trying to show respect to me as an elder. And I was careful to keep it on equal footing, you know, on one-to-one. And to have that connection on one-to-one, it was just so precious. And then afterwards, they uh, they got back up on stage and played Grandmother's Song. And it was just so precious. But the thing is, I would have missed all that had I not been thumped. And so we will find ourselves getting thumped, especially in this unusual, extraordinary hour, get thumped, but know there's a reason for it and how precious not to disregard the importance of little things. And so with that, uh, scapegoat. Do not forget our scapegoat and with the dolphin to play. And the eagle and the arrow, they will come up on the next day. So to be continued on day, oh my, day eight and we will touch on touch on those things and healing and health always in the name of jesus his miracle working power have a great day have a glorious week and we'll catch you day eight see you then